0: You are listening to Carrying Connected Conversations, and I'm Sydney, one of your hosts. I'm
1: Angie, your other host. Each week, Sid and I will carry on conversations about physical, mental, and spiritual wellness. We will share our personal experiences and
0: thoughts in a raw and inviting way. We hope to inspire you on your personal growth journey as we share tips, wisdom, and guidance around self-healing, self-growth, and most importantly, self-love. We wanna connect on a deeper level, and what better way than through conversation.
1: We hope this opens new doors for you to connect to the people in your life by carrying on our conversations. Now, let's get connecting. This is our first ever podcast, so I am so freaking excited. I don't know how you guys are feeling right now, but I know Sydney and I are literally pumped up because we are going to talk about who the heck we are. We're going to talk about our biggest lessons learned from 2019, and we're just going to get you guys to know a little bit more about us. So I am Angie. I am one of your hosts.
0: Yes, and I am Sydney. I am your other host, and I as Angie said I'm so excited to be here I've been dreaming of this day I want to say for years and it's so exciting to create your own platform where you can come together with somebody who you know is a like-minded soul and just share your ideas and share your interests and your experiences and passions and I don't, I can't stop smiling from ear to ear. I'm just amped up to be here today. So Angie, let's get into it. What What do you do? Tell us a little bit about exactly what you do and yeah, what do you do for the world? What do you do for people? I love it. So
1: Right now, I am working for myself online as an online fitness and mindset coach. So right now, I'm focusing on carrying balance in between your everyday life and also how to be able to prioritize your fitness first. So this was, this is, I should say, a new journey for me. This started in technically August of this year, but it's been on the back of my mind for the past four years. So I've always had my business on the back burner, and finally this year, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. It's coming to the front. I'm going to be doing this as my full-time gig, and here I am in December. What's that? Like five months later. So super, super exciting. And uh, yeah, so that's basically what I'm doing. It's basically taking the personal training aspect but putting it in an online setting. I know that sounds a little weird because don't personal trainers count reps? Well, yes, but I'm not there to count the reps for you because I know you can count to 10. (laughs) What I'm here for is to give you the workout, but also give you any mindset strategies that you need to focus on in between your workout sessions because going off in your workout for one hour or 45 minutes or however long it takes you is going to be that big portion that you can technically do on yourself. But what about all the other hours in between our sessions together? That's where I come into play. So instead of having just a personal trainer for that one session that you have, you can literally have me in your back pocket because it's, I'm accessible to you on your phone. So that's how I've decided to transition my personal training services to an online setting because I know that seems a little weird. <laughs> but yes, that is exactly what I'm doing. And I love everything about it.
0: Yes. Oh my God. I love that. So it's not just the personal training, as you said, but you are showing up and you are keeping everyone accountable. You are keeping them motivated. You know, it's like you said, not just About counting the reps because we can do that on our own. It's you're the educator, you're giving us the tool to go ahead and make our lives better. And then you're showing up, keeping us accountable and motivated to continue with that on a day to day basis. That sounds amazing. I'm so excited for you and this journey that you are partaking in. I love it.
1: Yay. Okay, so now you know a little bit more about me, Sydney.
0: Who are you and what the heck do you do? Yes, okay, so jumping into Who I am and what I do. So I am a personal growth mentor. Same as Angie, I am all online. So it does not matter where you live. I can help you anywhere. What I base my business off of is helping people to shift forward in life. If you feel stuck, if you feel held back, if you are surrounded by worry and stress and anger and frustration at your past, And you feel these negative emotions holding you back, and you don't know how to break free, that's where I come in. I can help mentor you and coach you through that time. I wanna help people find their inner light. I wanna help people step back into their power and create their dreams uh, to live daily. So I focus mainly on mental and spiritual wellness, and that's really where I come in. And I help people on their mindset and in their spiritual realm of their lives as well. You know, finding their light, working with energy, changing out that negativity and that negative mindset that's holding you back and stepping into something more positive to be able to reach for your dreams in the now. It's all about stopping dreaming out for your future and wondering when that day will come. And instead turning it into, I love my life now and how I'm moving forward. Yes, you still have dreams for your future, but it's about enjoying your life in the present. So I actually started this business this year as well, 2019, back in January when is when I launched my business. But same as Angie, I have been dreaming up of doing something like this for a long time. I didn't know exactly what it would be. I always knew that I would work for myself. uh, But as I said, I didn't know what it would be until I realized my passion for helping other people is probably my strongest asset. I want to listen to your problems. I want to find out where you're struggling in life. And I want to give you the advice, the wisdom, guidance, inspiration, and the tools and strategies for you to be able to step forward and make that movement into the life that you actually enjoy living today.
1: Oh my God, I love that so freaking much, Sydney. That is amazing. And that brings us right into our next point as to why are we both here? Because obviously, as we're talking, you are more the spiritual and the mindset of things. And for me, I'm the mindset, but I'm also the body component. So, That's exactly why we decided to partner up and do this podcast because together we are mind, body, and soul. And without those three, there's no way that you can be that person that you've always desired to be because you need all three components to be able to, to just be. And without the mind, without the body, without the spirit, you're always going to feel like something is missing. And again, that's exactly why we're here, because we're here to piece everything here together. And I'm just so freaking excited that we have decided to do this. And it's just, oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, I, I can't believe it. We're both just like, it almost feels like we're shouting from the rooftops with how excited we are because we not only want to help others step into that idea of connecting and balancing mind, body, soul, but we want to bring forward different topics, different ideas, tools, strategies that you can actually use in your daily life. We want to change the conversation around living a healthy lifestyle and turn it into this mind, body, soul, wellness. As Angie's saying, you know, you can't live your life without one of these. You are the culmination of all three. You have a mind, you have a body, and you are a soul. And so when you're living without one of them or this imbalance, there can be struggle and there can be difficulties. And so we're changing the conversation around this. And as I said, we're bringing forward guidance and wisdom and inspiration to each of these categories, because we each have something different to bring forward to the conversation. And we just want to help you on your journey because we know what, Angie and I have experienced in our lives, um, we can teach something with that. So we're sharing our experiences, we're sharing our wisdom, and we're just opening the conversation and, and sharing our opinions on how each one of us can grow and step forward into life.
1: A thousand percent, Sydney, a thousand percent. And I think this is actually a great opportunity for us to touch base on how we even know each other because I think our story is literally the coolest thing ever because we met eight years ago eight years ago we were working at this aerial zipline place up in horseshoe valley near ontario or sorry not near ontario in ontario and we were just working as a part-time gig we were you know zipline guides and rescue guides and whatever other guide word you want to use and we you know we were friends back in that day eight years ago. But since we both left that job, we kind of, you know, follow each other on Facebook, on Instagram, but we really didn't stay connected like we were back then. And it wasn't until this year, which is crazy how both of our businesses have started, I think, and us coming together with this idea that, so I'll give you a little backstory on me here. So one year ago, Um, I had a very, very tragic day in September, and we had a five-year-old Savannah cat who unfortunately fell from our eight-story balcony. So he has since then passed. It's been just over a year. And September, on the same day that he had passed of this year, so we're talking literally one year later, the craziest thing happened to my partner and I, my partner Brandon and I. So we were outside on our our new balcony here which now we're on the second floor and we were just outside in september so it's you know it's not raining it's not snowing it's not doing anything crazy it's just a regular night then all of a sudden this seagull flies down on the road and just walks walks along the road and brian and i look at each other we're like what is that seagull doing like he's crazy you know he's he's gonna get hit like what is going on like we're just you know talking back and forth Anyways, we go back inside, and a couple hours later, we go back out, and the seagull was still there. I'm like, okay, Brandon, like, this is weird. We, we need to do something, because it's at that point now where I've realized the seagull is probably injured or is protecting an area or something. So we're going to go investigate. We had no idea what the heck to do. So we went downstairs, and in our basement, we grabbed out a little uh, a tote box, and work gloves and we didn't know what was going to happen but we're like okay at least you know we have our PPE our personal protective equipment (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so we go outside and as we're walking up to the seagull there was a truck coming towards us and I'm like oh shit like I'm not going to make it in time Brandon's behind me with the um with the bucket so I was in front and sure enough I had to get off the road or else you know the the truck would have hit me it's just a two-lane highway, nothing, you know, not much shoulder. So I had to step off the road. And of course, I, I looked away, because at that point, the seagull was in the middle of the road. And as soon as I heard the car go back, pass by, I looked back to Brandon. I said, Brandon, is that seagull okay? And he looked forward, and he said, No, not anymore. And, oh, my heart just sank. Because of course, all morning, you know, we were sobbing about our poor Leo, because it's been our His one year anniversary since he passed, and now this second animal life creature has come up in such a way that it's just making us question, like, what is going on? What is this universe trying to message us? And of course, when Brandon went over to the seagull, the seagull didn't end up dying from the hit, he was still alive. So, unfortunately, we did have to put him out of his misery. So, the seagull died in Brandon's arms. And a backstory again on Leo, when Leo fell from the balcony, he didn't die immediately. He waited for Brandon to literally run down all those eight flights of stairs. And somehow he supermaned up the little carport area, you know, in the hotels when you pull up and there's a little carport on top of you. Well, that's where Leo landed on top. So he somehow Spider-Man up there and picked up Leo with his arms. And Leo looked at Brandon. he meowed, and he passed away in his arms. So the message to us was super unclear. And is it even a message? That's why it was just, okay, this is weird. So I said, you know what, I'm going to message Sydney, because I know Sydney has some sort of understanding of animal connections and the spiritual side of things. And For me, I was never very much open into the spiritual and and the soul side of things. I always have been, but you know, for me, I think it's a little woo-woo, but I realized no, it's not because I believe in certain things and that's when I just said, you know what, I'm going to reach out to Sydney and Sydney, I think you should tell your side of the story because what you have told me was just insane. (laughs)
0: Yes, yes, exactly. As you were telling that story, um, you know, especially as you got to the point where you turned around and you asked Brandon if the seagull was okay, I just got shivers all throughout my entire body. And to me, that is Telling me that there's 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 a message here, there's something happening. And I remember in this moment when you contacted me, that's exactly what I said. You know, there is a message. But before I jump into that, I'm gonna give a little bit on my backstory of mine and Angie's relationship. So as Angie said, we met eight years ago working together at this zip line obstacle aerial course in the trees. And Eight years ago, you know, we were young. I mean, we're still young now, but we were in our early 20s. And I don't know about you listeners out there, but for the most part, I'm going to generalize and say, when you're in your early 20s, it's a very uh, go with the flow, party, have a good time kind of phase of life. You're just enjoying things, uh, and so that's kind of what Ange and my relationship was. You know, we had a lot of fun together, um, but it was it wasn't anything deep. And it's not to say that it was never going to get deep. But being in your early twenties, you're not generally. Going deep with your friends, you know, it's light and airy and fun. And so that's what our relationship was. And then after we finished up our our summers working together, I moved west. So I actually live in Alberta now. And uh, Angie ended up moving east <laughs> to Quebec in, in, in within those eight years. And so we're very much separated. And we saw each other maybe once or twice within those eight years afterwards, you know, catching back up. Um, but we didn't have a whole lot of communication. It was just, as Angie said, following each other on social media. That's all that we really knew what was going on and. In each other's lives until this fateful day in September when Angie and her partner Brandon had this experience with the seagull, you know, a year after um, their precious Leo passed away and Angie reached out to me and she said, she messaged me and she said, I I need to talk to you. I, can we have a call and, and talk because I need to tell you something that happened and I'm not sure if it means something. I'm not sure if I'm overthinking things, but I feel like if anything, you, Sydney, would know. You would know if this does mean something. And so I said, great, let's, I'd love to hear your story. So we popped on a call. Before we got into the, this story, uh, we just did a quick catch up, which was really nice and, and really allowed us to go a bit deeper um, than we had ever gone before because Angie had just started her business and I had started mine, you know, eight, eight months prior. And so we were really getting into just, uh, yeah, deeper knowing of each other, which I think is beautiful. I love going deep and really hearing what makes someone them. And so with this story coming forward and her telling me her experience, I said, yes, it most definitely is a message. And for all of you out there that are listening and and you're thinking something similar has happened, maybe not exactly this where you've had an animal pass and then a year later, a seagull catches your attention, but the idea of something catching your attention and you can't seem to let it go. So with Ange and Brandon, that's what happened. The seagull caught their attention and they couldn't just brush it off and continue on with their life. You know, they went down and they tried to help the seagull and they recognized, you know, it's been a year since Leo's passing. So to me, that right there is saying, this is a message because you are saying, you're not letting it Just leave your mind you're thinking about it and you're wondering you know is this something deeper if you ever wonder that to yourself then yes there probably is something deeper there because it's caught your attention and that's typically how we receive guidance or messages from the universe Uh, here I am going into that spiritual side You, when something catches your attention and you can't seem to let it go, there's something deeper there. And so that's what I said to Angie. And I said, this is probably a message from Leo, you know, exactly how you said it, you know, the, the seagull passed in Brandon's arms, the same way that Leo passed in Brandon's arms, a year to the date. Well, that's not coincidence. Right? There's something there. There's a message there. And so, what I got instantly coming through me was Leo wanted both of you to know that it's all okay. You know, it's no one's fault, it's no one's problem. You did what you could. But for some reason, he was meant to pass in that moment. We can never explain why someone or a being passes. We never truly understand the reasons behind it. But typically, we all have a date. We all have a time where we do have to pass. And what I like to think about that is that there's something deeper for the people, the other people, there's there's a deeper meaning and a message and a lesson for them, for the family members, the loved ones who are still here on this earth. We can take something away from that passing. Now, Angie and I also had a really close friend um, that meant a lot to both of us. I called him my brother. I think he was probably a brother to Angie as well. And you know, a few years prior, he took his own life. And when someone does that, those of us who are here on earth, we question it because we don't understand. And I think that moment, that relationship that we had with him, really allowed Angie and I to connect on a whole nother level through this reconnection. And so that I'm bringing that story forward because I said to Angie on this fateful September day that I believe that Michael is, is also coming forward and is bringing you a message and is telling you, you know, that he's here and, and he's with Leo and he's looking out after you. And then I looked in um, my Spirit Animal book because I always have so many different tools that help to bring forward different messages. And so I looked up Seagull to see if there was any other message there For Angie and I, am looking at my book right now to bring forward the message again. And this was a really big one that connected to me, and I hope that it resonates with Angie. Is your opening up communication with the realm of the nature spirits? Um, So I think that that is really important because in that moment was when Angie decided to connect to me and say, is there a deeper meaning there? And that's what Siegel is telling you. You are now opening up your spiritual side. You're recognizing that you have a soul and that messages can be deeper than just what we see on a day-to-day basis. And I know both Angie and I are very connected to nature and we find a lot of peace and calm in nature. I'm I'm sure we'll talk a lot about that in future podcasts. Um, but this message from Siegel, especially was saying that you are opening up the connection with the nature of animal spirits. You know, you're, you're opening up that spiritual side of you and you're strengthening that connection to nature because that's where you receive the majority of your messages from. So that's kind of how Angie and I reconnected after eight years. No that's
1: so awesome how how you're saying that, and it just it brings back memories too of the conversation we had back in september and And I remember you asked me if if I had some sort of connection with with animals or nature, and I couldn't pinpoint anything, but I do remember a funny moment when I was you know a kid, and I remember somebody asked me about a raccoon or there was a raccoon nearby. I said, oh, that's my pet. All the animals outside are my pets. And I just remember that funny little moment. So when she said that, that was the first that popped into my mind was that, you know, you know, um, all animals, they're my pets, they're my pets. And then funny enough, I'm thinking a little bit more about it. Do animals have this connection to me? And there was been a couple of times where Brandon has an older, uh, sorry, had an older dog named Sydney an Australian cattle. Beautiful, beautiful girl. And, uh, I remember I went to go visit her because she was not doing so well and his dad lives out east, further east than us. And when we were visiting them, this was a a year, oh my gosh, almost a year and a half ago now. um, I remember the first time I walked up to this dog and keep in mind, I've never ever in my life owned a dog. So I wouldn't know the first thing about walking a dog. I mean, hold it a leash, I think, right? (laughs)
0: God. But I just remember to the person that has a dog and loves dog.
1: I know, I love it. I'm such a cat person. It's crazy. But yeah, I remember going up to this dog, and this has happened, not this is not the first time this has happened, but I remember as soon as I looked at her at Sydney, which is so funny actually now that I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Sydney the dog, and here's Sydney. But I remember (laughs) I looked at Sydney and I was just petting her and I started and I hugged her and I started bawling my eyes out why am I crying over a dog that's not even mine? Is it just because I was feeling compassionate because it had some, I, I can't remember exactly what uh, what made Sydney pass, but I just remember feeling so connected on an emotional level. And for me to not be present in this dog's life, like I said, it lives in a completely different province for me, you know, I've met it like, you know, X amount of times, but that's kind of the extent with that relationship. And there has been other times too where, some someone's dog not even you know uh, the happiest dog in the world not even a sad story and i as soon as i touch it i'm like in, immediately tearing up so it's just so funny that i knew i just knew something inside of me was telling me i need to talk to sydney because sydney just knows and like sydney has said you know we've talked here and there we've met up a couple times in between but nothing to the extent of the conversation we had and i think that is why that's a I think that's a huge reason why we decided to do this podcast. Because, you know, if we're carrying connected conversations on a on a whole deeper level, we're gonna need to understand what this connection piece is. And at the end of the day, it's it's you and I. So we are we are that connected piece. And again, to all the listeners listening right now, there is there should be at least something that you're relating to or something that you've been like, oh, wow, this has totally happened to me. Or yeah, something similar has happened because that's why we're here. We're here to talk about these deep, meaningful conversations that we sometimes try to forget or we sometimes try to pretend that it never happened. And when you try to forget or pretend it never happened with some of those thoughts, that's when you're disregarding that whole soul piece, that whole spiritual piece that that big piece from you, because we are three pieces. We're the mind, body, and soul, or spirit, whatever word you'd like to use. But without one of those pieces, something feels off. And I just knew that I needed to reach out to Sydney because she's going to help me figure out why I'm, why I'm feeling this way. But also, I've realized now that was my missing piece. That was my missing piece as to I was feeling off for such a long time. And I just, I can't get over this, this connection because it's just, it, it's, it's almost, I almost have, don't have words for it. If that, <laughs> if that's a good description, it's almost indescribable. And, uh, once again, that's just, that's the biggest connection piece Cindy and I have here. And that's just where we have decided to continue on these conversations. It, not even intentionally, it was, Hey, like, what are you doing this week? Let's have another phone chat. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yep. Yeah, A few times, you know, we're just wanting to chit chat and we wanted to talk about this one thing. And here we are literally two hours later. We didn't even talk about the one thing because we were just so busy (laughs) catching up and, (laughs) you know, talking on a deeper conversation. And then that's why we said, you know what, let's make it so that we have listeners that can listen to these deeper conversations because there is something that you are going to connect with or connect to and, I want you to know that it's okay to connect. It's not, it's not weird. It's not woo woo. It's just because you're not giving yourself the time and the, the, okay, the, you know, that permission slip that you need to hear, you need to have to say, okay, it's okay to listen to my intuition or it's okay to listen to, you know, that fire burning deep up in my belly or in my chest. And
0: yes, Yes, exactly. And what what you just said, you know, give yourself that permission. Typically, when we hear the word spiritual or even just in opening our eyes to recognizing that we have a soul, our mind jumps in and starts saying these ego-driven thoughts. Oh, that's woo-woo. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, don't, don't even pay a second glance at that. Your mind doesn't always work in your favor right and when you are open to connecting mind body soul you start to understand yourself from a whole new level and so that's what Angie's saying that's exactly why we wanted to come together because through these conversations that we've been having with each other since September we're realizing man we go deep and we can talk about a lot and we love that we're like I enjoy it so much because I feel like I'm being held in such a sacred space knowing that what I say I won't be judged you know even if Angie has a different opinion than me that's okay mm-hmm. because we listen to each other from a place of understanding each other and then we share our opinions if they differ and we we constantly are just holding each other in this space of love so I love that I love that you know we've shared with you guys who we are why we're here, what we do, our story, you know, how we know each other and then our reconnection story. But before we close out for our first episode, uh, let's just quickly jump into our biggest lesson learned in 2019. You know, this was a big year. Both of us started our own businesses. I hope it was a big year for you listeners as well. So as we're talking about our uh, biggest lesson learned, maybe it's time for you to also think about what your biggest lesson of 2019 was. So Angie, what do you got for me?
1: So I'm
0: going to totally tell you, of course, my lesson learned, but I also want
1: to remind you and of course, everyone that's listening, this is the last year to this decade this decade, I don't think if you really truly understand what that means, that means 10 years have gone by and we are closing this chapter of all of our lives. How insane insane is that? Yeah. Oh, like we, what day are we? We are December 13th right now recording this podcast. That's like, you know, that's 17 days away from this decade. I'm just, I'm in awe thinking about that. And the biggest takeaway i want to say is just from this year but in hindsight it is these past 10 years because I, like we said we're closing this decade and for me my biggest lesson well that's why i started my story is was leo and i know some of you guys might be listening and you don't have an animal that you can relate to but i know that you have a loved one that you can relate to, and if you do have an animal, you will understand that connection. It's it's like a child. It's like a sister, a brother, a mother, a father. It's this love-like figure that is just always present in your life. What's so amazing about an animal, though, is that it doesn't talk back. <laughs> and that's why I you just end up falling so much more in love with these animals instead of the actual real people. But the love is, is still the same. And My biggest lesson learned is when I lost Leo, I had to take a look at my life back in 2018. And that entire year, I was working like a dog every single day. And when I say every single day, it's not Monday to Friday, nine to five. Yeah, it was Monday through Friday, but that was 5 a.m. until... 10, 11 p.m. at night. Like what? And then Saturdays, I was always in on Saturdays. I would work from six in the morning until at least five at night. Sundays, I'm on call because that was just the position I was in. I was in this management position. So of course, I needed to always be there. I needed to live there. You know, We always joked about me having a cot in the accessible washroom because I was just always there closing to opening. And I just realized that as soon as Leo was gone, I almost feel like I wasted my time Mm. worrying so much about working from one minute to the next that I was Mm -hmm. not able to slow the F down and take a big look around me and be super appreciative and grateful for everything and everyone that is around me. Because as Cindy said earlier in this podcast, we all have a time. We are all going to find, not find, but we all are given a time that it is unfortunately no longer time for us to be here anymore. And if you are going to forget that that time actually exists, it, it, it's inevitable. It's going, to, it's going to come. But if you're not living your life to the fullest every single day, every second, to every minute, to every hour, what is the point of even living? Mm-hmm. You need to make sure that you are just fully stepping back, tapping into gratitude, and being super, super appreciative and intentful with everything that you are doing. Everything from your thoughts to your actions to just you know, what are you doing in the morning to what you're doing at, at nighttime before bed? And that was my biggest lesson learned was because as soon as Leo was gone, it felt like that big love part of me has also disappeared. Mm-hmm. And that's untrue because we all have we all are capable of holding so much love to ourselves for other people and of course for ourselves. But what it made me realize is that. I wasn't showing it. I was hiding it because I was too busy in the work life. I was always too busy for this, too busy for that. I was living in this masculine energy. And I was not able to be just being my feminine self. I wasn't able to... You know, take the time to look and smell the roses. I hate to use that that pun, but yeah, live in it, the present. It's living in the present. I'm always living and worrying about the future. Oh, mm. what about this bill coming up? Or I got to yep. make sure, you know, there's money for rent. It's no, yes, you need to worry about that stuff, but you don't need to worry about it. So it consumes all of your thoughts and all mm-hmm. of your actions. You need to be present in the moment. So yes, that was my takeaway from this decade, not necessarily this year. It just happened to be the last two years of this decade is when Mm
0: -hmm. this lesson
1: has really come to light.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that. You know, learning about life doesn't need to be a hustle, right? Mm -hmm. You need times to rest and reconnect and, um, just figure out, how to be intentional and live in the present. That's such a beautiful lesson. Thank you so much for sharing, Angie. Um, I felt it. And I was over here just nodding my head every word you said, because I agree. I think that it's definitely something that, the good majority of us learn at some point in our lives. I know in my past, I also experienced that something similar where I was just working nonstop and and forgetting to live for myself and fill myself up for, for what I need. So thank you, that definitely resonated with me. So I'm gonna jump into the biggest lesson that I learned this past year. And as Angie is talking about this idea of the decade, my biggest lesson was just in this past year, but this past decade has been huge for me in lessons and in my personal growth and getting to where I'm at right now. So I'm really excited to step into 2020 with all the lessons that I have learned and all the growth and healing that I have gone through in this last decade. So here goes for my lesson that I learned. This past year, as I started my business, and I really dove deep into sharing my spiritual side because I've always held back. I've always been a very spiritual person, uh, but I've always held back from sharing that because I was worried about judgment. I was worried that what other people would think. I was worried that what I thought wouldn't align with what other people thought. And so this year I've learned to honor. I've learned to honor myself and what I believe because I am different than every other person on this earth. And that's okay. I'm allowed to have my own opinions, my own thoughts, and that is okay because that's what makes me me. And in honoring myself, I've also learned how to honor each phase I move through because life can't always be go, go, go. Life can't always be rest, rest, rest. Life can't always be us achieving our dreams. You know, sometimes there's struggle. We don't like the struggle, (laughs) but we learn from the struggle. Sometimes there's healing. So this year I've gone through all of those phases. You know, I started my business. I I stepped into myself and I've allowed myself to fully share my story, my truth, because it deserves a place in this world. Just as each one of you listening, your story deserves a place in this world. And through that, I've done a lot of healing. I've done a lot of releasing, figuring out what doesn't serve me, what's not good, and how to get rid of it. Like all of those negative emotions, like anger, resentment, bitterness, man, that stuff has held me back. So this year, it was all about honoring what I've experienced, what I've gone through, how to figure out what no longer serves me, how to release it, and then heal through all of that, learn through all of that, and grow into who I am today. So yes, I've struggled. I've struggled a lot this year, the past two years. Oh my gosh, the past 10 years there's been struggle. Uh, but what I've learned is to honor that struggle because it will bring lessons into my life and it will make me stronger so I can move forward into my life with the best foot, right? So that, that's mainly been my lesson over this past year is honoring. Honoring myself, honoring my path, and honoring each phase I move through, even the hard phases, especially the good phases.
1: Oh my gosh, that so resonated with me too. And it's so funny you say that there are all these lessons learned because they are. and. Another thing too I've I've been wanting to, to say is that everything we do in life is always a lesson or a memory, no matter what it is. If you went through something hard, you learned from that. If you had something amazing happen to you, that's a memory. Everything else in between it is life, yes, But it's always there to try to tell you something. So for you to say that you want to honor yourself because of all of those struggles that you have been through, all of the letting go that you have done, that is huge. That is so huge because you are learning through those struggles. Those struggles, yeah, I'm sure they felt like shit in the time because let's be real, it wasn't all rainbows and butterflies. Yep but you learned something from it. And from there, you were able to shine through, open up yourself. So that way everyone else can see your light. And that's exactly why you started your business is because you realized that, yes, I've been through a lot, but I know that I can help somebody else with what I've went through. And I just, I love hearing that so much because it sometimes does feel like we are alone out there. Mm. And It's an awful feeling, it really is. Mm -hmm. I felt alone, I'm sure you have also felt alone Sydney and I'm sure that most of you guys listening have also felt alone, whether you feel alone now or have at one point in your life. But it's to show that there is more meaning to it. It's finding what that deeper purpose is, that deeper connective peace. And that's again why we're here. We're here to share through our experiences. We're here to share our own journeys because we know that this is going to resonate with at least one person listening. And we know it's going to help you in no matter what area that is, whether it's your mindset, whether it is, you know, your body, because again, I am the, the personal trainer side of things. Yes. Or also the spiritual side. And without all of those three pieces, like we said earlier, something is going to feel off. So it's a matter of finding out what feels off for you so you can focus your intention on that last missing piece.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. And as we finish out this episode, this first episode for you guys, I want to kind of quickly tag off of what Angie's saying. If you feel alone right now, we are here. We're here for you. Let us know. We want to help you. We want to make sure that you don't feel alone because we know what that has felt like and we'll do whatever we can to help you through, even if it's just to know that someone is there, we're here, we're here for you. So as we finish out, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of our journey. We are so excited to be a part of your journey now. Um, Make sure you leave a rating and a review because that helps us out so much. If you want to check us out on our social medias, we're going to have all of that in the description. My business is called Adventuring with Poseidon Wellness. My dog, his name is Poseidon. I go on adventures with him. That's where I Came up with the title, uh, so you can find me there, and where can we find you? Yeah, you could find me on all the things as well. So, I have a Facebook page
1: or my personal Facebook page, uh, my full name, Angie Bartosic, or you can find me on Instagram. I am Angie Bartosic underscore fit. Like Sydney said, everything is going to be in the description, so that way you can just click it and it'll link you right away. So, make sure you guys add us on social media, add in a follow, give us a like comment. If you guys have anything that resonated with you during this episode, or if you guys want to hear something about anything, really send it in the comments, let us know, because as Sydney said, we are here for you. These episodes are for you. So we want you guys to benefit from it in the most that you can. And oh my
0: gosh, this is episode one. Ah, thank you so much for listening guys. We will catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.